Excuse me, Veronica. <clears throat> yes, what is it, Brick? I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Excuse me? The party, the pants with the pants. Party with pants. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the latest edition of the Pants Party, the official blog of Oliver Martin's Safety School. Everyone, tonight I am joined by my trusty co-editor Max Brecky. How are you doing tonight, Max? It sounds like you just uh, popped open a crispy cold one. Yep. Um, shout out um, Blood Orange IPA, Twenty First Amendment Brewing. Um, uh Okay, that's a mouthful, but I'm sure it's a little tasty. Is it? Uh, is it a muggy night in Minneapolis? Um, no, it's actually pretty cool uh, this week here. Um, it's the first time it's been like actually nice and like bearable for the entire time I've lived here. Uh, well, I was just there this past weekend, and the weather was uh, downright flawless. Couldn't have asked for anything better. Uh, got to spend some time Disagree. drinking outdoors. <sighs> okay, I mean, were you there? The weather was Sorry, objectively was good. I, I said where you, you said you disagreed with that. Yeah, weather it was, was good. I, it was objectively good weather. It was, it was like eighty-one and sunny. It was fine. I went to a, I went to a Saint Paul Saints game. It was fine. Saints are a lot of fun. Did you have fun? Uh, yeah, I drank craft beer. Uh, they have a nice craft beer selection. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. Sometimes uh, Bill Murray, he's like a partner on the team. He'll just be there taking tickets randomly. Yep, sh- shout out Chicago's very own. Uh-huh, uh-huh, buddy, <laughs> moved on to the better side of the river. Uh, joining us in some other Minneapolis, non-Minneapolis-related banter, we have Harrison Starr, the star of Ken- Arkansas. Oh, we did tonight, Harrison. Yeah, the star of Arkansas is no longer Isaiah Moss. Uh, I am doing nice. great. I, I am making my way through um, all of the different sparkling beverages. I have with me a Cape Line Blackberry Mojito. Very tasty. Mm. So, uh, what's the brand there? Cape Line. I had the Corona equivalent, basically malt liquor, which kind of good, kind of bad, but not, not, it's no White Claw, that's for sure. So have bars started? To, have we talked about this? Have bars started to carry uh, White Claw in your part of the country? I think one does. I think in Minneapolis it was ubiquitous this past weekend. Every single bar I went to carried. Uh, White Claw, I think that is going to be, that is invading the um, the new frosty beverage space. I want that stuff on tap, though. Like, I want to be able to go Ooh. up to a fountain and just be like... <laughs> so, a White Claw gun. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Instead of a Coke gun, we got a White Claw gun. Claw gun. Where can I invest? I don't um, know. That's a great question. Ask the White Claw man. Alrighty, this is a blog run by alcoholics. Um, so let's talk about some athletic feats first. Uh, number one on the agenda tonight, I think we have the big, uh, biggest news in quite some time for um, Iowa football and transfer market. We have Oliver Martin, former uh, Iowa City native, or Iowa City native, not former um, Iowa City native, for, uh, former four-star recruit who has spent the past two years in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, is coming home. It became official on the day of this podcast recording, and um, Oliver Martin. It's un, un, we're unsure if we're gonna if he's gonna have to sit out a year with a waiver, but uh, Iowa added another tool to its toolbox, the highest weighted, rated wide receiver recruit since Keenan Davis. Um, Oof, I know, right? Got to be uh, exciting stuff for uh, you know the Iowa football program right now, guys. It is tremendously exciting. Uh, I want to give an early shout-out to our boy, uh, Nick Hawk, who has detailed Iowa's just atrocious, atrocious, wide, leading wide receivers the last seven years since McNutt put up over, like, 1,100 yards. Needless to say, they can use all the help in the wide receiver room that they can get. So I welcome Oliver Martin returning. It, it can't be a bad thing. 
Well, okay, well, sorry. Apparently some people think it could be a bad thing. <laughs> some people think it's a bad thing. I don't want to talk about that right now. I want to get more into the implication. I, w- I, w- I would like to touch on that, but let's talk about how... Sort of how he fits in, uh, you know, with this team. Obviously, um, I, I first would start. I don't think he's going to get a waiver. Um, I, I think we're going to have to no. wait a, a season. Um, because I mean, like, I'm just being pessimistic, and nobody knows how the NCAA works. Uh, but it's literally the exact same situation. It's funny as Shea Patterson uh, from Michigan, who didn't have to sit out a year because. Uh, Ole Miss got a new offensive coordinator, right? It's literally the exact same situation. But see, he is going. He went to Michigan, right? It's, right, right. When you're leaving Michigan or you're leaving Georgia, you don't get these breaks. Um. It's so it's it's funny too. I didn't realize it. Uh, I think it was either Chad or Scott, uh, documentary Chad Lice to co was made made the argument that. Uh, I mean, it's not. This is not how it works. But Jim Harbaugh owes. Kirk Ferentz won for giving him Jake Rudock. Oh yeah, um, which I was, which is not even something I considered. But that's that is not how this 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 works. No, there's no way that Jim Harbaugh like says, "Yeah, it's fine. You can use him against me next year or this season." Like, oh yeah, I forgot they play this year. <laughs> there's no way that Harbaugh will be cordial at all about this. He only got Oliver Martin as much as anything. To keep him away from Iowa. Like, this is a team that he probably views as someone who derailed their national championship season, even though they could have beat Ohio State and been in the playoff. But he was their fourth best wide receiver recruit in that class. Like, I don't blame Martin for going. I don't blame Michigan for going after him. Everyone was after him. Michigan's a great school. I stand for Michigan. But... That's right. Yeah, man. There's there's no reason for Harbaugh to play along with this at all. Yeah, that yeah, is no. true. It is a sorry. Uh, it is it is a good point because uh, I mean Iowa didn't play Michigan on the re- in the regular season, the the year they got Rudock. Um, so that is that is a good point. Yeah, I mean, no way Harbaugh goes down without a fight. No, I mean I don't I don't think Harbaugh Harbaugh is going to put up much of a fight. I don't think that he's just gonna like grant like try to help him get immediate eligibility, but like I think Harbaugh, despite the fact that a lot of people are like, oh, Harbaugh's a weirdo, Harbaugh's a snake salesman. I think he's probably a pretty good dude, and it's gonna be like, well, you know, he probably realized already that Martin wanted to come home, so like it's not really one of those things where I'm like thinking, oh, Harbaugh's gonna be a snake about this. I think Harbaugh's just gonna say, uh, well, maybe I don't want him to play against us this next year. Which I get. Like, that's... I don't really blame him. Yeah, he's not gonna go out of his way. Yeah, no, and that's, you know, that's what I was kind of trying to say. Yeah, he's not gonna go out of his way to, you know, like, get Martin immediate eligibility. Right or wrong, we know. But... Yeah. Uh, it's funny, too, that, uh... I, oh, he, we, like Harbaugh probably won't even have to do anything, too, either, is, is my point. I mean, the NCAA is going to take care of this by itself. Harbaugh, yeah. no matter, I mean, he could probably sit on his thumbs, and the NCAA still isn't going to let Oliver Martin suit up this year. I mean, that's fine. We st- we'll still get two years out of him anyway. Um, Will we? Oh, I mean, fine. I hope fine. Oh, no, yeah, 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 you're right, because this is, is going to be a sophomore season. Oh, All right, thought, yep, you're right. I thought you were making an NFL Allegory, and I was like, oh, I, no. I, I thought you were making God. another transfer allegory. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, hey I'll take one great season from Oliver Martin, like one one thousand yard season. If he bolts for the NFL after his junior season, I'll take one great year from him. Sure. Is wide receiver the most unlikely position for a a junior to declare for the NFL at Iowa? It has to be. I think that it's probably the most unlikely position for anybody to declare for the NFL. Well, no. I mean, that Judy's only a sophomore, and he's going to leave. I think it's probably that, or maybe linebacker. I can't think of a linebacker that left early. Yeah, but, I mean, if we had an, having a stud linebacker good enough to declare early wouldn't be out of the question. Yeah, that's is fair. That's what I, is my whole greater point. And, like, I mean, it was a different time back in 2004 or 2003 with Chad Greenway. Like, I mean, yeah. right. he, he'd be gone, boom, like that. That picture... 
bad radio. That I mean, I guess yeah, you, you're you're right. Nicholas Bear is six seven. That picture of Nicholas Bear next to Pat Angrubo is so funny. I got such a good kick out of that. I haven't seen it. I'll have to find that. Yeah, I it's in, it the in the Slack. slack. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm in like ten of those these days. <laughs> uh, so obviously we're we're all smart and good people, and we're um, enthused and uh, ecstatic that I was. But before we get to where I think you're going, how okay. do you think he fits in? Because I think that's an interesting discussion that I don't want to leave out. You're the right. We should talk about. Um, I didn't realize. I mean. All these, all, Oliver Martin, Amir Smith Marset, and Brandon Smith are all similar heights. Like uh, Smith Marset and Oliver Martin are both six listed at six one, right? And Brandon I think Smith Martin's six zero, but yeah. And and Brandon Smith is listed at I think only six two or six two and a half. Um, six three would be generous. And uh, I I know that he never. I always thought Amir Smith Marset would be best in the slot. Um, I, I'm. But they're projecting Oliver Martin to be in the slot as a slot receiver, and I know Nico Nico Regani and Tyrone Tracy will will play that role this year. Um, but fine, get the three best pass catchers on the on the field, um, best you can. And with the way Iowa's been utilizing a slot receiver, I th- there's ample opportunity for him to pick up where Nick Easley left off. Um, and if he can be a better Nick Easley, I was super impressed with Nick Easley his uh, first year on campus. Speaking of wide receiver transfers, um, and if he can outpace that production, fantastic. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but I do think Martin's kind of in an interesting place because he doesn't necessarily have like just the flat-out speed that Smith Marset does, and he doesn't have like the size. So I looked it up now. Smith is six three, and I think he's got longer arms, and he's twenty pounds heavier. Um, and so like, he's I mean, athletic freak in his own right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a big dude. Um, so I, I don't think anyone's really going to challenge him the next three or two years. Um, but I, I think kind of Smith Marset, he's outside. I don't know if you necessarily want, a, you necessarily need speed. Like you said, maybe his talents are best inside, but it seems like the slots taken care of what it's going to come down to is does Iowa play the three best wideouts that they can who's the fourth, who's the fifth. Um, and if it does come down to Martin just kind of bides his time and has a crazy senior year, I can see something like that happening. Um, but I expect that he'll play the first year he's available, but I, I'm not sure it'll be in the slot. You think it's going to be at safety? <laughs> oh, oh, my Max. God. Do you think he's already a, a, a top? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, now I'm mad. <laughs> Golly. Uh, hold on. Um, let me articulate this question. Okay. My bad. I kind of zoned out for a second, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, we're talking about this. Cool. I mean, it, you, it, it was a funny question. God damn Go it. ahead, Ben. Do you think he is already a top three receiver on campus? Yes. I would say so, yeah. Um, I think so, too. I think the odd man out is probably Smith Marset, but and he's such a game breaker Wait, so who, as a kick returner. So you, who do you think top three are then? I mean, I think it's probably um, Smith is the clear. I would say number one. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, you can't do anything with him but have him at wide out. No, right? Okay. And then I would probably I, I dare I say that Oliver Martin's the number two. And oh, then but, I think but you still think Smith Marset's number three? I, I I'm putting a lot of stock into the slot guy being a guy and, and that person being Regani. Like, I just think he's he's kind of the consummate player that he played in the Northeast, and Dude, these I are guys that I was good to not have on the field. You know what my biggest fear of Smith Marset is moving forward now that they've got Martin? He's my got biggest... so many doghouse things. Well, not, I, I was just going to, yeah, kind of. I was going to say, like, I have a feeling that I was going to end up seeing him as this, you know, like, uh, well, I can't think of his name now, Damon Powell kind of care, like receiver, where it's just mm. like, all right, great, we're just going to throw him on the field and make him run 40-yard go routes. I disagree. And, 
Uh, I think that he's got a lot more talent than yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But, like... Yeah, exactly. I, Damon Powell's just the fastest right. player on the field. He was... Right, but, you know, like, I just have a... I just kind of have this fear, you know, moving forward that, like, I've seen this story before with Iowa and these skilled wide receiver, you know, slot kind of type guys uh, that, you know, they're just going to be like, all right, great, we'll throw this guy on the field and we're going to run a jet sweep. And the thing about Smith-Marset is just, like... Uh, just the things you hear from the coaches about him, they're just so up and down about him because, like, clearly he's he cares. Like, I don't want to frame it like he doesn't care, but I, just, I don't know. Like, when Iowa was recruiting Martin, everything we heard about him was how perfect he would be in the Iowa culture. I don't think anything changes after being two years in Michigan. Like I, I think he just he's more Iowa culture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just I I feel like Smith Marset clearly has a role, and he is a game breaker as a kicker turner. Can he apply that to wide receiving with some pressure? Like I think that's going to be what's really interesting to see because I can hear like Martin just. He has to redshirt, so they might as well just run him on scout team. I can just envision he's tearing it up in practice, but so he's just kind of applying that pressure. Does Smith Marset kind of rise to the challenge? Yeah, and then I mean, Smith Marset, I feel like already found himself as the odd man out so many times in the past, you know, a couple of seasons. He got dog, he got in the doghouse really quickly after what was it, the Minnesota game, where he had that early drop. Oh yeah. And then last year, I don't think he really did anything like that was doghouse worthy. But I feel like I don't remember him in a receiving capacity all that much, and maybe that's just selective memory because everything was thrown to Hawkinson and Fant. And Vandenberg. He only, had, he only had 23 catches last year, fifth on the team. Yeah. I just and can't. So, I, mean, I will never forget the 2017 Iowa State game and his oh, performance yeah. in that. And, I mean, he only the, both of his touchdowns on the year were in that game. Um, <clears throat> I just want to see that. I saw that once, and it was his only second game ever. Um, yeah. And I won't. I can't get out of my head. And he just he just throws shows flashes of brilliance. I really want him to turn the corner. And I um, <clears throat> I have to think that he's sees a significant amount of playing time this year, regardless of what happens with Oliver Martin. No, yeah, I think he'll be on the field. I just don't really know what capacity that you know he's gonna or what kind of touches he'll get. That's my only kind of question: is how are they how will they decide that they're gonna use him? Yeah, I mean, if he does end up being, like, this Damon Powell, I don't know, just uh, trick play almost where you you know the ball is either going to be a decoy or go to him and, like, a jet sweep, it's like there are better ways to use him. And I yeah. guess, yeah, he's just going to – I think he's just going to really have to, from what we hear from the coaches, like, I think he's – it's kind of put up or shut up time for him uh, as much as I – don't want it to be. I just feel like we've seen this story so many times with Iowa wide receivers. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, I guess. I mean, we can't say anything until we actually see how the our Oliver Martin, you know, redshirt immediate, or the waiver situation ends up turning out, if there even is one. Um, well, I guess we'll just see. Well, the funniest part is we have absolutely no idea when we're going to hear like the United States could make a ruling in the middle of the season. Ha. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Just absurd. Absurd. <clears throat> um, so, obviously, I think it sounds like we're all pretty excited because uh, we're all smart folks to have this new um, tool in Kirk Ferentz's toolbox and Brian Ferentz's toolbox. Some people aren't as excited for one reason or another. Um, you know, we don't like to disparage. And they're dumb. We don't like to disparage players um, on this blog, but these guys are former players. There's a, uh, I guess, are they competitors? <laughs> Technically, yeah. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, just some former players 
on Twitter went off and said that Kirk Ferentz and just people in general too. Yeah, a lot of people in general. You know, it said that um, Kirk Ferentz shouldn't let Oliver Martin on the team since he spurned him one time. Um, Those players who say that happen to be walk-ons and never had an option. They never had the opportunity to play football that Oliver Martin had as an 18-year-old. They never. Uh, got Jim Harbaugh in the living room. They never got Brian Kelly in the living room. They never got a letter from um, Dabo Swinney. Um, so I think they, um, uh, their opinions are kind of, I mean, God, they were on the football team, but that, that, that's just a really bad opinion. And I think it's objective. Uh, who I saw on Twitter, you know, nobody was mad at Jared Utoff. Nobody was mad at who, um, was it Haluska? Alaska. Yeah. He went to Iowa State. Twitter didn't exist back then. <laughs> That's also a good point, man. <laughs> Twitter existed with Utah. It wasn't with Utah. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't as what it is now. Yeah. Uh, the, most, was the machine. The most interesting thing I actually learned about the situation is I didn't realize. I know Bo Ryan threw a fucking hissy fit about transferring, but I thought eventually <laughs> the NCAA relented, but they did not. So Jared Utah had to pay his own way. Uh, yeah. His first year on at at Iowa because Bo Ryan uh, is just a baby. Um, I, I I forgot about that, but yeah, um, Oliver Martin is uh, is a Hawkeye and the team is better for it. And if you uh, are, are petty and think he shouldn't have gotten a spot in the football complex, then then fuck you. Yeah, then kind of think about why why you're why you ha- why you, why you feel that way. Are you not going to cheer when Oliver Martin scores a touchdown yeah, for I'm... Iowa? <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's just so funny because it's like, do, you played for him for five years and you don't trust this guy? Like, you don't trust Kirk Ferentz to make a decision that he thinks is going to be in the best interest of the Iowa football program? I've, I mean, th- I, this isn't something weird like a no-fan situation, but... There's no indication to believe that, like, Kirk Ferentz feels like he's some sort of spurned lover. I mean, I guess there, there's the Eno Benjamin thing, but I think Eno Benjamin was probably going to leave Iowa for the three-stripe life anyways. That's my hottest take, so I think he kind of got away with that one. Like, I mean, I just don't know why people think they even know better than Kirk Ferentz what is good for Iowa football, and, and uh, it's just... The takes are horrible. The takes are horrible where they're like, oh, why, why have him on the team? Because he makes them better at football. That's why you have him on the team. Yeah. And it's not even that. A lot of people blaming Oliver Martin for going to Michigan. All right, well, let's think about this. Hey, Ben, where are you from? Minneapolis. Where'd you go to school? Iowa. Why? Because uh, I lived 10 minutes away from the University of Minnesota campus. Didn't want to go uh, so close to home. There you go. Harrison, where did you go to school? Purdue. Why? Because 45 minutes was too close for me to be. There you go. See, like, <laughs> and I mean, I didn't, Illinois is a little bit farther than that from where I lived, and I'm from the Chicago area, but, like, I didn't want to go to school where everybody I knew went to school. Like, that's just, that didn't appeal to me. Like, I don't blame, who can, I, I don't, like, I mean, there's a lot of people that are like, I'm from Iowa, I'm a diehard Iowa fan, of course, I'm going to try to go to Iowa, like, and I respect that, like, it's, you know, that's your prerogative, but, like, that's not for everybody, you know, like, especially I feel like nowadays, like, kids are trying to, like, kind of, like, get away from home, try to do their own thing, you know, and, I mean, all three of us kind of did that, like, and we all, and two of us went to Iowa. One of us is just a big Iowa fan, who went to Purdue, which is fine. But like people, like are like all upset. That's like he didn't want to stay in his hometown and go to Iowa. Like we can we could be upset about it all we want. But like the kid made a decision that he thought was best for him. He decided you know later on that it wasn't what he wanted, and he decided to come back. Accept it now. Like it's fine. It'll be fine. Like, I mean, what do they think he's going to do? Just have a great year and then leave him again? Like, I mean, I just... I just... He's going to go to Alabama, bro, buddy. He's going to Alabama. Yeah. Have a great year and go to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Get 
can't even stick around for four years. No, but Ben, I think the other point that you had, and, and maybe it's, but I mean, I, I wonder if there's a part of the team that kind of feels the way that the washed-up walk-ons do, and now they feel almost empowered by that take. And, and I think that was an interesting point. I'm not sure if you want to get into it, but I'm, I thought that was a good point that you raised in Slack. This, this is total speculation on my part, but since the guys who uh, that I that are on the podcast are so uh, half the team played with those guys, so I bet half the team, I bet a significant portion of the team does listen to that podcast and does look up to those guys and does still communicate with them and stay in touch with them on a regular basis. It's immediate alienation. They're making them choose a side. If they feel so strongly as they made it seem like they do on Twitter, I haven't listened to the podcast. I'm not going to, Um, which kind of, I guess, makes this argument lessens it a little bit. Uh, But I doubt they're listening to this anyway, so who cares? Um, And another thing that, so I just think that, and if, uh, uh, this is again speculation, but if it's, as many people on a team listen to the podcast and talk to those guys as I surmise, the coaches probably know it, the position coaches definitely know it, to a point where it probably had to be addressed, right? I mean, potentially, sure. Possibly, yeah. Um, Maybe not, but, so that's something that they, the team, that creates another headache for uh, the coaching staff potentially, and going back to your point, Harrison, I think uh, you said that the, the, it made it sound like these guys don't trust Kirk Ferentz. They don't trust that he knows what's best for Iowa football. Walk-ons should be more indebted to to Kirk Ferentz than anyone, right? Um, especially the guys in particular who you know earned a scholarship later, and um, based on what I think I know from you know how, how they interact with the coach and how they revere, how they uh, feel about him, so it, I think it's just kind of funny that all of a sudden you think now after being the head coach at Iowa for twenty years, Kirk Ferentz made a mistake. Okay. Yeah, I mean Drake Kulik didn't break his leg for this shit. Great, but, great point. But <laughs> I I just don't think that. The assumption is that Oliver Martin is going to come to Iowa and be immediately gifted this. And I think in a way, like, if there is a narrative developing on this team, I think this kid is a hard-ass worker. Like, he's going to be a grinder. If anything... All All the white buzzwords. Calm down. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Gritty. Locker room. Uh, lunch, real lunch pail guy. Lunch no, but I mean, like, I, I think everything that we knew about him two years ago still exists, and I don't think that, like, there's any reason to believe that he's not going to work his tail off. Yeah, and he'll, he's going to try to work to earn the trust of his teammates like anybody else on the fucking team. Like, any freshman, any transfer you know, any anybody, you know, he's going to have to work to, you know, earn his spot on the team. He's going to have to work to earn the trust and, you know, the trust of his teammates. And just like anybody, it'll like, and then they'll accept him if he works hard, I'm sure. Like, they're not going to probably begrudge him. I mean, maybe they will. Apparently some people do. But like, I doubt that his teammates are going to begrudge him from coming in after two seasons or two years at Michigan. Like, they, do you think they're going to begrudge uh, Sleep Dalton for going to Arizona State for a couple of years or however many years after he went some to whatever community college, you know. It's like it's I don't think it's, I think it's a stupid concept, but that's just me, somebody who did not play football at the University of Iowa or anywhere. <laughs> Never played the game. Hashtag. Hashtag armchair quarterbacks. <laughs> armchair co- coach. So that's thirty minutes on Oliver Martin, your future uh, first first team. Well, who's the last? Was there a, was DJK first team All Big Ten and McNutt was McNutt was yeah okay yeah McNutt was for sure. Anyway, yeah, he'll be your next yeah. first team All Big Ten wide receiver for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, let's update you. And we'll be back after this. <laughs> Sorry, and we're back. <laughs> um, let's update you. I don't like. God damn it. I was just gonna say, I don't I don't like having to figure out where to put a break in. Well, just tell me. 
I didn't remember to say it until uh, um, I said it. I, I, Let's I, update you. Uh, update you on, on the next uh, first team All Big Ten shooting guard for uh, for McCaffrey. Point guard, whatever he is. He's a shooting guard, right? Harrison. Yeah, who cares? Combo he plays guard. basketball. He's what? A combo guard. So I wasn't wrong. No. I wasn't wrong either. Ah, we were because he corrected me. <laughs> right? Uh, Bakari Evelyn transferred from Valparaiso, uh, which is a place in Indiana, um, I guess. Right? Uh, he's coming. Yeah, you know. technically. Another, what is Indiana, really? Uh, he'll be taking the spot, presumably, of... Isaiah Moss? Isaiah Moss. I'm, I don't know why you put that in the... I'm looking at your message, and I'm, now I know why you said it. Sorry. Uh, Isaiah Moss, who uh, we found out today is going to... Uh, or yesterday, sorry, rather. Uh, is transferring to Kansas after transferring to Arkansas. Um, all right, good. Um, a lot of... A lot of uh, uh, the, the transfer carousel news going on, which is very unusual for um, our corner of the sports world. Guys, uh, Harrison, have you watched the tape on Bakari? How is he going to fit into Fran McCaffrey's uh, schemes? So really the key is going to be, can he be sophomore-level Bakari Evelyn? Because if he is, then he will be a version of Isaiah Moss. Now, is it the version But I heard that... Isaiah Moss was bad. Why do we need another one? Because Isaiah Moss could shoot the leather off of a basketball. And I don't think we'll see Evelyn get to that like low to mid-40s that Moss was. People forget how good of a three-point shooter Isaiah Moss was. But um, if he can be a 40% three-point shooter, if he can be smart with the basketball, if he can you know, be an outlet and drive and kick, um, you know, he, he's, he's the type of grad transfer that Iowa has to get in the sense that he's not going to be great because we're seeing where a very good grad transfer comes from and where a very good grad transfer goes to. They come from Iowa and they go to Kansas. They go to Kentucky. They go to Duke. They go to Arkansas or to Nebraska with guys who know how to use transfers. They don't go to Iowa. So Iowa's got a chance to really show what they can do with the grad transfer type player. Maybe it opens the door for someone better than Bakari Evelyn, but I think he fills a need and you know, all of a sudden Iowa after maybe not having enough guards, it'd be great if we could have Bohannon, but I'm not putting any eggs in that basket. But Toussaint can be a player, if Evelyn can be a player, if Connor McCaffrey can play like he played in the first half of last year, and Weezy F, baby. Like, I mean, Joe Wieskamp is going to be his show next year. That's going to be what drives this team as much as anything. So, um, a good player. Not a great player. But hopefully he can, you know, be that player that he was his sophomore year. Yeah, I mean... It's a big addition for Iowa just because nobody ever really transfers to Iowa. When's the last time an Iowa player trans or somebody transferred to Iowa for basketball? Was it Utah? And played? Trey Dickerson? I think it's yeah. Utah. Well, oh, yeah. But, I mean, and, like, got real minutes, it would be yeah, Utah. Utah. Dale Jones transferred after, but he was a Juco player. Yeah, I mean. What happened to Dale Jones? Where'd he go? Uh... North Dakota. Did he do anything? I don't know. That's a great question. Let's he had a decent out. season, yeah. I think he had averaged like eight or nine points shot, high 30s from three. I mean, he he could have made that 2016 team really good. I, I mean, there, there's a whole Dale Jones fan fiction on my computer. We can really <laughs> break it out if we want to, but... Let, um, uh, let's save that for 4th of July weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dale Jones, uh, 55% shooting, 38% from three. 38% from hmm. three? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good. He, that's that's uh, like comes said, per game. He could have been that solid bench scorer that Fran McCaffrey needed in 2016 that could have taken them to the Sweet 16. Like I said, I got I got this dialed up. My God, dude shot six threes per game, nine shots per game total. Hmm. 
Wow. Never would have struck him as a... I've already closed it. He was like an All-American Juco player. This guy was good. I mean, so is Trey Dickerson, but that's beside the point. (laughs) Uh... Do you think so, um, Harrison? It sounded like you ran through the starting five. But it sounds uh, it was Toussaint, uh, Evelyn, Wieskamp. Um, uh, who do you th- uh, the, 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 the guards at the five and who? Pemsel. Pemsel at the four. Is that who you said? I think it's going to be Nunji. Um, no, okay. It'll be interesting to see if Iowa goes with Evelyn or Frederick. I don't really see Connor starting just because he's playing baseball this and summer. And he shouldn't. Like, I mean, I don't really want to get into Connor McCaffrey standing right now, but I've had a little <laughs> bit of about face. But um, like, I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see. This team is going to be built around Wieskamp, and I think the way to do that is put your shooters on the floor around him, which I think... I think is going to be Evelyn and maybe it's Evelyn and Frederick are the two starters and then Nunji and Garza just because hey give Wieskamp space to operate it's a longer distance now um oh yeah I forgot about that maybe that is kind of what they think about doing and this that that's really the direction that Iowa went with Jock was you know they went six games in the season and it was real up and down going with, like, Wagner was starting, Christian Williams was starting, and then against Notre Dame, Fran just went, hey, we're getting our young guys who can shoot out there. And that's when Moss started, that's when Bohannon started, and they're pretty good offensively. So I think they're, that Wieskamp isn't going to be quite so isolation-heavy next year as Jock was especially to start. I just don't think it's really in his nature. But I think this team's going to be constructed around Wieskamp, and I could not be more excited for a team that is probably a bubble team. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably... I don't know a lot. I mean, I'm not the basketball expert here, but, I mean, from what I can understand, if everybody's healthy, if uh, Evelyn is healthy and, you know, is probably closer to sophomore year than his junior campaign. I think that this is probably a middle-of-the-pack Big Ten team, and middle-of-the-pack Big Ten team usually means you're in the tournament. So, or, like, you That's know, at point. least close to the tournament. Like, if everybody's healthy, I know that, you know, we're missing Cook, we're missing Moss, we're missing Bohan, potentially. Um, and I'm kind of putting all my money on missing Bohan, and just because... It's from Fran's comments today. It I seems to be from, a certainty. Yeah, from Fran's comments, he said it's not going to be anytime soon that Bohannon's healthy. So, I mean, it's still June. There are still months until basketball season. But with the foot issues that he's had and now this, I kind of have an idea. I have kind of have a feeling that he'll be... Uh, and, I mean, he might not. he might not be getting healthy ready to play until the season starts, but that's after being four or five months of being sedentary. So. How do you think Uh, that's going to affect his golf game? I think that he'll golf plenty. Uh, With a hip injury? No, I don't think he'll golf at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, so, I mean, I think the other thing about Bohan is you kind of look at it, the guys he came in with, it was Pemsel, Kreener, Cook, Daly, Bohannon. Did someone else come in with them? Well, if someone else did come in with them, they transferred. <laughs> Daly transferred. Cook's gone. Moss, who is in his same age, he, you know, he left. Now it's Pemsel, Creener, and Bohannon, and I mean that. <laughs> so I, if there's any reason for him to stay, you know it. You know I can see him being friends with Pemsel maybe more than Creener. I don't know, but I don't think there's there's any reason for him to feel rushed with one final shot because in a way it kind of reminds me of and that people are going to laugh at this. They're allowed to. But um huh. the really good Purdue team when Hummel got his knee injury at Minnesota. He rushed back from that and tore his 
other ACL because he felt some, you know, just intrinsically he wanted to be with the guys he came in with. And I guess my point is I don't see Bohannon having that drive to try and get back sooner than he needs to be. You didn't want to use Kevin Durant as an example, even though it happened last uh, night. R.I.P. Uh, who knows? They can still win the, <laughs> the, the championship. I'm not going to put anything past the Warriors. Yeah, Kevin Durant didn't die for them to lose the finals. But, um, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, especially since Pemzel's going to be around for another season after... Uh, you know, after this one, he was he was granted that uh, hardship, right? The medical hardship. I mean, yeah, he's, that, yeah. Uh, this year is the medical hardship year, correct? No, it was last year. Yeah, he gets yeah. to play this year because it was granted last year. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, this was this would. This be is his, his uh, junior year now. This will be his junior year. Oh, okay. Last year would have been his junior year, but he got the medical hardship, so now he's got a oh, junior I thought, year okay. and a senior year coming up. Okay. But yeah, no. So I mean. He'll uh, he'll be able to go out with Pemzel next year if he decides that that's if everybody decides that's what's the best option. And I mean, kind of just looking at it now, that seems like it would be the best option. Obviously, uh, we never thought Pemzel would play a single game last year, so who knows what you know will happen this year. And he ended up being instrumental in the one game he did play. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, do you guys think that? Isaiah Moss is kicking himself um, for leaving after hearing about this Bohannon news. No. No. Anytime you can play for Kansas, you take it. Because I actually think the way the summer played out justified both Moss's decision to leave Iowa, but also Fran's decision in that, hey, maybe he's... Fran's decision in not selling him on an expanded role at Iowa... One, he knew that Bohannon might not play next year when Moss was making his decision. But two, when you saw Moss go from Iowa to Arkansas, and then Arkansas recruit around him, recruit some shots away from him, he's like, oh, if I'm going to be just a another fourth or fifth, fifth option, I might as well be that heat check guy for Kansas. You know, hit some threes, he'll probably be more open. Kansas-wise, maybe that improves his decision-making so he doesn't feel like he needs to pump fake and then <laughs> dribble and pull up a foot inside the the uh, arc, which his uh, AAU coach said is a strength of his. That made me laugh. But, I mean, Isaiah Moss is going to be the best version of Isaiah Moss last year. It's not a reflection on Fran. It's not a reflection on Iowa. Well, it's a little f- reflection on Iowa, but it's just, it is what it is. And... Fran has nothing but good things to say about Moss, so I'm not gonna be any more negative than than I was just now. Like I wish no. him the best. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he made a mistake. I've, I agree with what you said. If you can go to Kansas, then you go to Kansas. But I mean, the other thing with it is, I think he just kind of needed and wanted a fresh start. Like he did fine at Iowa last year. He did pretty good. Uh, what did he shoot? Forty from three. Like, he was like 44%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's objectively good. You can't tell me that that's bad. Like, but like you know, I just, I just feel like it's, he was just one of those players that was constantly getting shit on by everybody. And, you know, even like the nights that he just couldn't bring himself to shoot the basketball, you know, I think that was probably a product of people being like, oh, well, he just doesn't feel it, and so he's just not going to shoot. And like, Which I know I've been, I've criticized him for that, you know, on the nights where he can't shoot, he just won't. But, you know, it's, yeah. I think that he probably just needed a little bit of a fresh start. Like, that's fine. So I was. I can't blame some, I won't blame Oliver Martin for needing a fresh start back in yeah, Iowa. Exactly. I'm not going to blame Isaiah Moss for needing a fresh start wherever else, whether that be Arkansas or Kansas or Alaska. Um, Shout out Alaska Juno. I was reading, I was on Rock Chalk Talk preparing for this, uh, believe it or not. Rock Chalk Talk. The, they already hate him, huh? The official blog <laughs> of Isaiah Moss' safety school. And um, <laughs> I'll make that joke twice since. <laughs> um, it still works. Uh, and they were thrilled. They were absolutely thrilled. 
They said that he's already going to be the best three-point shooter on the team. They said that he's got a good chance of making the starting lineup. Like, I know nothing about the roster makeup of the Kansas Jayhawks going into this year. But if those – and there were a good, you know, 60 or 70 comments, you know, echoing those sentiments on the on the post. Uh, if you can go and – I mean, Max said if you can go and be a role player at Kansas, you do it. If you can go and be a starter at Kansas, you fucking do it. Uh, yeah. And I had no idea that was uh, – it kind of makes me wonder why I went to Ar- Arkansas in the first place. Um, <laughs> nice. Because Harrison was there. You just didn't want to be the only former Hawkeye. Harris, yeah, I know. Harrison Starkinsaw is going to be the next destination for the next pigeonhole joke. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I, actually, that might be a good handle. <laughs> uh, so that's great. Uh, I love – you know – uh, um, I'm gonna Good for him. I love, I love I love watching Kansas basketball. There's a great bar in Chicago called Kincaid's, um, and that's a Kansas affiliated bar. And me, none of my none of my friends went to Kansas, but we like to go there and watch the games, watch Kansas play, just because it's <laughs> it's because it's a lot of fun. Um, oh yeah, it's got to be lit. It's so much fun. It's a good bar, and it's like in the in you know in January uh, when it's cold as shit out, and versus Kansas are playing uh, Oklahoma or Kansas State on Saturday. It's um, Saturday afternoon. It's a it's a it's a great time. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I look forward to going to Kincaid's. Maybe I'll get myself an Isaiah Moss Kansas jersey this uh, this winter. Pro- uh, helping a school profit off of player likeness, of course you would. Um, I'll donate the amount to. I'll, I'll I'll just Venmo Isaiah Moss. Can he get in trouble if I did that? <laughs> Yo, yes. You got Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah, so that you don't profit, uh, or so that you profit off your likeness. Wait, I'm yes, shocked. I'm shocked that hasn't been a story yet, right? Like that, where there's got to be like some guy who made a game-winning three, and people just Venmoed him. And like, actually, nothing, I do think there's nothing he can Nigel do about Hayes, it. Well, you can reject it. Venmo was Nigel no, you Hayes. cannot. You cannot reject a Venmo send. You no, can you send it back, but I think Nigel Hayes posted a. Venmo account when Wisconsin hosted Game Day years ago. I don't and think it was Venmo like, was a thing when he was in college. Nigel when Hayes isn't there. that old. He, uh, he was just he, he there. Was, he was playing when we were when we were there, and Venmo was not a thing when we were when I was in college. He was also there after we were there. Yeah. Okay. Well, keep going. But he posted a uh, uh, an account um, on a. Uh, just a poster board and it was like poor college athlete and i think he got money let me fact check this where is nigel hayes nowadays uh, what how how old do you think nigel, nigel hayes is uh ben just to ask i've, I've got it looked up i already know where he plays right now too i'm 27 i think he's 25 at the oldest he's 24 i mean i meant at the youngest wait yeah, I think I meant. He's still twenty four. That didn't change anything. Interesting. Yeah, so so I thought um, he, I thought he was a he, year below me. Okay. Anyways, he's playing in uh, Turkey. Okay. Super. Yes, the sign broke college athlete. Anything helps. Venmo broke badger one. So, wonder if that's still alive. Max, are you looking at the name of his team in Turkey? Yeah. Uh, How do you I'm think you pronounce that? Uh, Galatasaray? Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, it's Galatasaray, I thought. Oh, Galatasaray. Yeah, come on, Max, idiot. Don't know that. I was Turkish just hoping dialect. that I didn't slur my Champions way through League that. Wednesday. I've had a couple of uh, cervezas, so I was just looking at it, and I was just like, man, I, there's a lot of S's in that. <laughs> Harrison, you sound <laughs> familiar. Really, there's just one. Harrison, you sound familiar with this basketball team. Galatasaray? Yes. Well, because they're a part of, um, they're the same team as uh, Turkish bas- or football team. Why do you know about... Oh, oh, yeah. Turkish oh. soccer team. Oh, gonna say, why that's, how they do, that's how they do things over there is like these clubs have both soccer and basketball teams. And one time I was very curious about how to pronounce it. So I learned how to pronounce it. And I'm wow. pretty sure that's still the way to pronounce it. <laughs> I must say, it is Turkey, so you never know. <laughs> you never know. God. Um... 
Well, that kind of, I think, wraps up a lot. Uh, other big piece of news we should touch on, which I don't think is even really news, I guess, but now we're going to toothpaste it out of the tube. Uh, Iowa State football games were extended through 2025. Nobody's surprised. Nobody's mad. I don't, nope. think, I don't think anybody was mad. Um, nope. No, I think Iowa State fans started to get upset about the fact that Iowa fans were once upset about ex- extending it. You're right. Iowa State fans were mad that we were not mad that the series was extended. Yep. <laughs> not long enough. They should actually, no, what they should do is make it contingent on Matt Campbell. They should say, hey. Hilarious. Iowa, we'll, we'll play you <laughs> as long as Matt Campbell's here. <laughs> that would have made Iowa State mad. Here for it. That's really fucking funny. I uh, mean, it's never going away, so might as well have a little fun with it, right? I mean, yeah, and especially if Iowa State can all of a sudden become, you know, a decent school and the game becomes all the more important. Awesome. Yeah, I like mean, it's two good years if they can keep it up. Like, why, why can't, I know, I kind of like how they're, not the, how they're not in the same conference, but, like, why can't it become Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, or something like that? Well, the the one it would be would probably be either your Georgia Bulldogs, Georgia Tech. Um, Clemson eh. versus... Uh, Florida State, Florida. Yeah. That would be the one. The, yeah, the maybe. Apex. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Georgia, Georgia Tech, because there is no basketball rivalry there. And Georgia Tech, uh. so many people not from Georgia go to Georgia Tech because it's, like, one of the best colleges in the world. So you can't you can only get so many Georgians to go there. Yeah, I mean, only the smart ones. Right, that's why they suck at everything, more or less. Um, basically, another, just another, you know, University of Minnesota light. All the resources in the world and can't figure it the fuck out. They are in Atlanta. Right. Yeah. Like I mean <laughs> Right. <laughs> so There is a there is a show about that city. I've heard it's there, good. There's several. There's several <laughs> movies. Um there are not I've heard Atlanta's a city. Atlantic City? Atlanta's a city, I've heard. <sighs> Alright. I can't confirm, but um Signing off? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, Venmo me. At Benjamin-Ross16. At Max Brecky. All one word. Yeah. Oh, oh let's, uh, let's keep this going uh, just because I don't actually know it. The only thing that I use Venmo for is um, still rent checks. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. At Harrison Star. Four R's. Yeah, if you want. Four R's. Get it? H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N-S-T-A-R-R. Four. Oh. Four of them. Oh, shut up. Yeah. I'm done with four, you. Four, We're four never doing this podcast total. again. Math is tough. <laughs> We're never doing this podcast again. I'm done with you. I know. Let's see if anyone actually sends us money. If they do... I doubt it. People, we'll that would be contingent on people listening. <laughs> oh, people being young enough to have Venmo. Making it to the end, yeah. How old do you think the people that listen to this podcast are? Um, if you uh, if you're listening to this and you hear this, just tweet me your age at Gospel of Max. Thank you. No, send us you your age in so cents Ooh. Media. Oh, to nice. our Venmo accounts. <laughs> yes, I like what Harrison's idea much more. Uh, whatever your age is, send us that many dollars. Thank you. Cents. I'm I'm good with the cents. No dollars. Thank you. <laughs> Greedy. Greedy. All right, uh, for Max, Harrison, Ben, signing off. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Goodbye.